Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe tap-to-pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hello, DTNS listeners, and welcome back to another edition of the Monthly Science News. I'm Dr. Nick Yackermans, your science correspondent, here with some of the top science and tech stories that happened in March. I've been really excited to tell you this story for about two weeks now, and that's because it's about dinosaurs. And yes, I'm biased. So we've known since around 2014 that Spinosaurus, this large sailback theropod dinosaur, led a somewhat aquatic lifestyle because of excavations that had uncovered that it had paddle-like feet and a paddle-like tail similar to that of a salamander. Now, a new nature publication on the dinosaur and its cousins has brought up this hypothesis even further. A group of researchers from the Chicago Field Museum, including my friend Matteo, hi Matteo, investigated the bone density of 250 extinct and extant, that means that exist now, animal species. And they are searching for a link between bone density and an aquatic lifestyle. Think of animals like hippos, whose skeleton may not lead you to believe at first that it's mostly an aquatic animal, while in fact they spend most of their time in rivers and walking on the bottom of those rivers. A very high bone density is useful in this aspect because it helps them control their buoyancy or their ability to float. And this is where the tech comes in. To test their hypothesis of higher bone density equals an aquatic lifestyle, the researchers CT scanned 380 femur bones and used an imaging software to analyze the cross-sections of these bones and quantify their density. Using this data set, they were able to tell that Spinosaurus and its cousin Baryonyx adapted dense bones to feed underwater rather than hunting from the edge of the water like a heron or occasionally just wading in. This completely changes how we view these extinct creatures. I invite you to look for artist reconstructions of what we used to think Spinosaurus looked like, Jurassic Park 3, and what we now believe they look like based on this new information. There is some beautiful paleo art out there. Now for a story about language. Archaeologists and anthropologists study ancient texts for evidence of how ancient societies worked and how ancient peoples thought. 
Unfortunately, the downside of studying really old stuff is that it's not always in the best condition once we actually find it. Many culturally important inscriptions are so damaged that they're unreadable and require major restoration. Recently, to address this problem, researchers from Google's AI research hub DeepMind put together a neural network called Ithaca. It uses machine learning to simultaneously restore an ancient text and find out where and when it's from. It was trained using a mere 178,000 inscriptions written in ancient Greek from around the 7th century BC to the 5th century AD. Each inscription from the training dataset was also assigned metadata of the place and time of writing. That way, Ithaca was trained to pick up on patterns related to these parameters. Once an inscription is scanned in, Ithaca presents its predictions for the missing text. It then ranks it by probability, allowing the historians to analyze the data. Ithaca's interface is publicly available at ithaca.deepmind.com, and its creators encourage researchers to use it for their personal work, hoping to accelerate and improve the accuracy of inscription reconstruction. Now, on to a story about brains. A completely paralyzed man, unable to communicate in any way, also called locked in, was able to communicate for the first time using a device that records his brain activity. This device is a brain-computer interface, similar to the implants that allow people to control prosthetic limbs. The man in this study was diagnosed with ALS, or amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, a progressive neurological disease that affects motor neurons. In a year after his diagnosis, he was unable to speak or walk and has been living on a ventilator ever since. He first used an eye-tracking device to communicate, meaning a device that monitored his eye movements to select letters on a screen, but his condition deteriorated and he lost the ability for eye movement. Researchers from the University of Tübingen in Germany proposed implanting an electrode in the man's brain to directly record electrical impulses and translate them into signals. They then showed the man his brain activity in real time, a process called neurofeedback, so that he could learn how the electrode worked. It took only two days for the patient to start gaining control of the system, and eventually, using a series of sound tones, he was able to communicate in full sentences. One of the first sentences that he used, after praising his son, was to ask for a beer, as well as to play the band Tool louder. Good man. Yes, yes, we are still here covering COVID variants, unfortunately. An Omicron subvariant called BA2 is becoming more common in the U.S. The variant was actually not that new and first discovered back in November when it became clear that Omicron was made of three genetically distinct varieties. BA1 is the one that broke all the records this summer, and BA2 has eight spike protein mutations that make it more transmissible. However, researchers note that it's not yet causing a new surge in the U.S., and it is unclear if it will since vaccines are proven to continue protection against either variant. Closing off with a amusing story. March 8th was International Women's Day, and like many Awareness Days, companies tweeted platitudes about how they value women on that day. In the UK, companies with more than 250 employees are required to report their gender pay gap, and in a delightful upturn of events, a Twitter bot called Gender Pay Gap Bot used this data to highlight the hypocrisy of certain companies. 
It quote tweeted the companies using the hashtag International Women's Day with the median pay gap between men and women in that company. One example replying to the University of Leeds states, in this organization, women's median hourly pay is 12.9% lower than men's. Across academia, women continue to make 5 to 20% less than men, even at the highest levels of professorship. I'm glad this app found an amusing way to highlight that. That's it for this month. I hope you feel just a bit smarter. If you have any questions or feedback, you can find me on Twitter at Ackermans Nicole. That's A-C-K. And I'll be back next month with more science and tech news. I know that I'm a little bit biased towards dinosaurs and neuroscience. So if you have other suggestions for news stories, feel free to send them to me. Have a great month. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.